0: I said thank you, thank you What if I looked at the day and the hours ahead And before I moved forward I bowed my head and said thank you Oh I said thank you What if I looked at my life in a different way Took a little more time to stop and pray I know it would change all the moments in between So here I go Thank you for everything
2: everyone, and thank you for tuning in. This is T. Love, your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a certified Reconnective Healing Practitioner, Sound Therapist, and Positive Psychology Practitioner with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Our chat room is open, so feel free to join in that discussion. If you choose to do so and you have a question, go ahead and post it. And we'll do our best to get your question on air. As an alternative, as you know, if you're on the go and you can't continue to listen online, just call us directly. Dial in to three four seven two zero two zero two two seven and that way you can listen via phone or please be sure to use your Bluetooth if you are driving about. Our sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. With Audible.com, you can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com. That's audibletrial.com/slash-energy-awareness. That's how you get the free, the free 30-day sign-up. Sorry about that, forgot that part. That's important. audibletrial.com/slash-energy-awareness. Okay, so we're waiting for our guests to call in, but in the meantime. How is everybody doing with the new year? You know, we didn't have a show last week because, quite frankly, the energy has been ugh. <laughs> certainly on my end, and I am hearing that from millions of other people as well. Everybody seems to be talking how the energy is just driving them insane. And that's sad, but it's true, and we have to figure out how we can go about doing things without letting it stress us out too much. So we need to remember to practice our meditation and breathe and say things like, I can find peace in this, or instead of this, just take a breath. Just take a breath, and and it's okay to stop. You don't have to continually go. It really is quite all right to just stop and be in the moment. So there are some things there that you can think about while we wait for our guests to call in. If you would like to chat, and you're in the chat room go ahead and write a message to me if you like or if you're in the queue go ahead and hit the number 1 and I can see that you'll be raising your hand and if you have any questions or you want to start a discussion on anything that this new year has to offer let me know and uh, we can we can certainly talk about a few things we have an awful lot to talk about it's 2015 there's so many things astrologically and numerologically that are going on it's supposed to be a great year And yet, so many people are frustrated. What's your frustration? Anybody want to talk? Hit number one, and I'll take your call. In the meantime, until I have someone who wants to not be shy, (laughs) anybody who may be willing to speak, you know, the tonight show, when the guest does call in, is all about spirit recovery medicine bag. It's a very interesting book. If you've ever asked the question, is this all there is? And I think probably everybody does. You know, that's when we're focusing on the negative in our life, the broken parts, the things that don't work. However, here at Energy Awareness Radio, we do try to focus on the good, our well being, the wellness of life. And for anyone who feels blocked by circumstances or substances, behaviors, attitudes, or maybe beliefs that are holding you captive, then, you know, then you want to pay close attention. To what has to be said with Spirit Recovery Medicine Bag, because it's a very, very interesting book, and there's an awful lot of information in it regarding how to get yourself out of those situations. You know, if you can just listen to your heart and your relationships with other people and realize that maybe it's okay to be upset with someone, you certainly have to vent and get it out, but it's also probably a better idea to not judge and to maybe just look at the other people and think, you know what, I don't know what else is going on in their life. I don't know what baggage they have. Uh, Sometimes it's difficult to be that way because we're human and we're all going to have to deal with certain things and we get moody and we get angry and we lash out at people that we shouldn't lash out at. But if you really try hard and remember where the anger needs to go to and not misplace it, then it's a lot easier. For instance, I'll give you this, Last week, we didn't have a show because my husband's car didn't start and happened to be on a day that he lost his phone in the morning and it was at the top of the driveway by the trash. It fell out of his pocket. So he didn't have a phone, couldn't communicate with me except to call me from his office and say, my car doesn't start. I called AAA. They'll be here at six. And I knew where this was going. He needed me to pick him up. So I said, all right, fine. So we didn't have a show. And I went and I picked him up and I sat in a parking lot in a not very nice section of town where it was freezing, freezing cold, and a rat ran by, which was not nice to see because it really was too cold even for a rat to be out. <laughs> and as I sat there and I spoke to a friend on my cell phone, knowing my husband couldn't call me because, you know, he didn't have a phone. But if he did, I, I have call waiting, so I would have gotten the call. And then I had to call AAA, and this went on and on for three hours. But as I sat there, even though I was venting to my friend and I said, oh, I am so ticked off, this is crazy, I can't believe this, I knew in my heart it certainly wasn't his fault, and it certainly wasn't the driver's fault. It's just that AAA gives you these times to appease you and then allows you to sit and wait, and you don't know what's coming up with another vehicle, and you don't know how long it's going to take. And my husband thought I was going to be really mad at him, and I wasn't because that would have been misplacing the anger. So I had enough time to get angry, get over it, and realize where the anger needed to go. And I was quite calm and quite gentle when he finally arrived there three hours later, and we ended up getting home at 10.30, quarter of 11, something like that, last Wednesday night. So as hard as it is when you just want to lash out because you're upset and you're sitting there and you're freezing and you're turning your car on and off, and this is is a very mild situation. This is not something that's horrible, you know. Um, As hard as it is, sometimes we just have to find that space and say, you know what, I really have to think about this from a different perspective and look at it from the point of view of the other person. You know, they can't help it. And the reason his his car wasn't starting. So when you think about that, he's in a parking garage in a car that doesn't start. He can't even get warm. I can. I can turn my car off and on, warm up shut the car off to conserve gas, and then wait till it gets chilly and turn the car on again. He couldn't even do that. He was freezing. He was so cold, he was shaking. Can you imagine three hours being outside, not being able to get warm? And he had a coat on, but it was nine degrees with a wind chill of negative 20. That's really, really cold. So when things like that happen, sometimes it's okay to just sit back, take a breath, and you need time. We need just a little bit of time to to say, "How can I look at this a little differently that's not an easy thing to do, but with practice, you can do that, and you can do it more easily after a while when you've done it quite a few times. I am going to uh I am going to play one song and then i'll get back to you in just a second i I want to make a call to the the author and see if I can get a hold of him so listen to this song, and I'll be right with you.
3: Got a I got a roof I got a
2: Okay, so we're back. We don't have the author yet, but that's okay. I do have a hand that's raised. So eight five seven three. Why don't you ask me a question, or what? What would you like to say?
4: Well, I would just like to make a statement about the energy now because I do. I don't work with energy as you do, but I do work with with people, and I'm finding that so many people are feeling negative energy, and I think it becomes contagious because everybody keeps saying, oh, it's so cold, it's so bad, and in reality, it's not. We should be used to winter in this area of the country, and uh, not that everybody's in this area, but I'm from New England, so that... uh, I expect cold. Do I like cold? No. But <laughs> I adjust to it. If it's that bad, I stay in. But I find that people are moaning, groaning, and complaining. And what happens is somebody comes along and they're feeling great and they love snow and they love to be out in the snow. All they're hearing is negativity, and this is a one month, so everybody's focusing on what they're doing, what's happening to them, and people like to start off in a positive manner, and we were fortunate in New England with warm temperatures for quite a while. When other parts of the country were going through a lot of snow problems, water problems, and California drought problems and mudslides. So we're fortunate, and we need to look at being fortunate. As long as we're able to get up in the morning, it's a good day.
2: I agree. I think that people... People like to just kind of like bitch and complain because it's cold because come June or July and August, it's going to be really, really hot. <laughs> Everybody's going to then complain about that. Then you're going to hear that. the hot, yes. Right, you know, and I, I agree. I think that it one perpetuates the other, but it's interesting that people do it. Why do they do it? Why can't we just say, because I, I had a client today who came in and she said, you know, we've been lucky. I mean, we're in New Jersey, right beneath New England, and we haven't had a whole lot of snow. We had a snowstorm the day before Thanksgiving, and yes, it was icky, and some people didn't have electricity. But you know what? We all got through it. It wasn't like it was a huge storm or a blizzard, and we really haven't had any snow to speak of since then. And it has been cold a few days, very, very cold. But for the most part, you know, people are walking around in sport coats. The guys aren't wearing even top coats. And I've been wearing lighter sweaters than, you know, wool sweaters rather than wearing a winter coat a couple of times I have. But you're right. People do just, I think, do you think they just like to hear themselves bitch and complain? (laughs) Well, I think, too, being just
4: getting over the holidays, everybody's tired. Mm -hmm. They've been going. They've been doing things. And getting back to work if you're not happy with your job then you're going to be bitching and complaining
1: mm-hmm.
4: but the thing of it is is nowadays we have to be thankful if we have jobs and if we're able to put food on our tables and clothe our children and our families and people tend to look at the downside of things, the negative, rather than looking for the good that's going on in their lives. And uh, I do numerology, so the one month is kind of scary because people say, well, I hope this isn't what we're going to be getting until spring. Mm. And it isn't. We'll get we'll get snow, yes, off and on. But the thing of it is, you have to flow with the seasons. You have to uh, enjoy the changes and uh, just flow with what's going on, and be grateful that uh, you're able to
2: do this. That's very that's very true because at the beginning of the year people have all these good intentions but then they do go back to work and it might be a job they don't like and they know they have to do it because they have to put food on the table and they need to support a family or participate in supporting a family or whatever it is and so automatically they start getting negative. I also think a lot of it can't be helped probably that a lot of the energy in the world if we look at what's going on is crazy. It's so sporadic. It's so negative. Yeah, it's frightening to media, people. It's, it is absolutely frightening. It is absolutely yeah. frightening. And, you know, and the media doesn't help because all they do is, you know, we have to get the ratings up, so we need to make sure that we sensationalize every little tiny thing that comes out. And then sometimes they don't tell you some of the important things that might be going on. You never hear the follow-up to a story that you'd really like to know, well, how, how is that outcome? Is everybody okay? What's going on? But since – Probably right before the beginning of the year. It seems to me, and I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, there's been an awful lot of things going on in the news. It just seems to be at a at a higher rate of speed, the, the negative and, and violent, horrible things happening. Are you noticing that as well?
4: Very much so. Very much so. And um, today's news had um, a great deal on about the threats that the United States is getting and so forth and so on and what happens is i think a lot of times they focus on the fear factor to take your mind off of other important things that are going on in the world and uh it scares the life out of some people
2: Mm -hmm.
4: because they don't know whether i should take a trip here or what have you?
2: Right. I was, so you get I was watching on the
4: 19. news tonight where a, a 20, I think a 22-year-old man f- uh, fell off a cruise liner yeah. and uh, was rescued by a Disney cruise ship. So
2: mm-hmm. he
4: went from one cruise ship. He was lucky he was rescued.
2: Yes, because he was for hours treading water. For yes, hours. he was. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. Yeah. yeah. And it just seems, and some of the things are freaky like that. It's just odd things that are happening. I don't know whether it's because we have so much more technology that we are aware of these things or if there really is an increase in the things that are occurring, you know? But I think we're just, we are deluged with all this information. It's in our face constantly. So the negative is always there. And when yeah. the negative is always there, your brain gets trained to go to the negative.
4: Yes. That's what I believe. Yes, it's true because we always think of the worst things that could happen instead of thinking of oh well this'll pass and and it does pass and and you wonder why you've fretted and worried and been afraid of this happening when you waste all of that energy under a day of stress so that you snap at others and you're constantly moaning, groaning, and complaining
1: mm-hmm. when you
4: just understand stay focused. on And here it goes back to stay focused in the now and yeah. just say, how am I doing? Where am I right now? And this is a, today's date is the 14th, right? Correct. Yeah. So uh, that's a day of change but it's also a day of focusing on what you want and and taking charge of your own thoughts so that you are having the ability to be positive rather than you know slowly going into the negative states you can make a choice every single day do i want to be happy or do i want to Moan and groan and complain because Mm -hmm. there certainly are enough things to complain about that are important without complaining about, uh, you know, the weather or this person did this to me or this one is doing that. And if you stay focused on what am I doing, how am I changing my day, how am I making it better? And some days you can do that, and I understand there are days you can't Mhm, but it's
2: important to try.
1: I we think can, that's where we the, can
2: always change I think that's where the you know you can just stop if you just realize be aware and realize what's going on and as you said, think about what you're focused on, think about what's happening with you. where are you in your life because the only constant is change. It's the only thing that's constant. So if we know that as something occurs, good or bad, when good things happen, they're going to end. When bad things happen, they too are going to end one way or another, and you'll get past it. But to, to take that moment, take that time to just say, wait a minute, what's going on here? And practice the awareness of that. Wait, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? It's clearly not, you know, me. It's clearly not them. It's whatever the situation is. And just try to have a different perspective. If we all maintained our own energy in that way, there would not be wars. There would not be arguing. There would not be fighting. And that way you can actually have more compassion for people because you can realize they're just not – Able to see it in their moment, but you can see it in yours and you can stop things dead in their tracks before they happen. You can stop the negativity. You can stop the car from going out of control because you took that moment. Even in speaking with someone, they ask you a question and you, you think you have to answer quickly. You really don't. You can actually take a moment and take a breath and then filter out and say what you mean to say instead of saying something that you just blurted out and you didn't use your filter and now it's causing a rift between you and whoever you know do you know what i mean
4: yep i certainly do hmm. and the mm-hmm. thing of it is is uh we tend to be watching what everyone else is doing instead of watching what we're doing and if you're negative and you get stuck i always say you get stuck in the mud And you don't even make an attempt to change your thinking. And it all begins with what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. What are you afraid of? What do you think is going to happen? Because nine times out of ten, it doesn't. And you certainly don't want to focus on something that you don't want to have happen.
2: Well that's true. We always think things are we always we always project and think things are worse than they are and when they happen it's like oh that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's absolutely true. Now let me ask you this. You said you do numerology and I dabble a little bit but I certainly don't know what I'm doing. But this is an 8 year. It's a universal 8 year, that I know. How yes. good is that for people? Uh, my understanding is that that's a real every number has its positive and negative, but if we use it positively, isn't that a great year for most people that can make the most of it?
4: Yes, it can. And eight is a power number, and it's also a money number. So if you're positive, you can draw money to you if Mm -hmm. you work towards it. You can't just sit on your duff and do nothing. But if you put energy and effort into, I want to improve my business or I want to grow my clientele, and you focus on that and work towards it. This is a very good year to do that. And uh it it is also a number and and this is is uh something that you have to be aware of is that in an eight year if people are at war with one another and it doesn't only mean Countries, it means people. Then they have something that they have to understand, that they have to work through, and work at. Uh, it just doesn't uh, go away without working on it. And the eight so aid- a- go
2: go ahead so 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 it's a year where if you're if you're having if you're in a relationship with anyone regardless of who it is parents siblings uh uh husband coworkers and there's difficulty it's a year to really work on those and get it straightened out so it will be better is that what you're saying yes, yes,
4: okay. you can do that and it it's a year that you have to um just Set your goals and work towards them. It's uh, no matter whether it's in relationships or it's in business. And it is uh, a number that uh, gives you the power to do this. Okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, what you'll find is some people... uh, feel as though they have to control with the number eight. So this is why you see countries uh, at war with one another. They're not going to get away with this, and I'm going to take my power, and I'm going to be the controller, and, and this is why we have wars. Whereas if someone said let's talk this out, let's Try to look at this reasonably, and we can both benefit from this because certainly, what do we gain from wars? Absolutely no. nothing. No. Except that we lose our children, we lose uh, when they're bombing, we lose our cities and things like that, and it creates constant fear. And there's been so much of that going on, T, that I think this is affecting people.
2: I agree. I do. All you hear
4: on the news is mm -hmm. this one has attacked this city or this one has sent a child out with a bomb. I mean, ridiculous what Mm -hmm. they do to their children and... uh, we feel as though we have to retaliate.
2: My God. My God, when does it stop? Yeah, it doesn't seem to. And the thing is that, you know, we everything is energy, as we all know. And we talk about this all the time on this show. Everything's energy, and that energy impacts everything else. And so when the energy is being sent out, just like any other type of a wave, a sound wave or a light wave, when that energy goes out, it impacts everything in its way. And if it's going out in a good way, when you send the energy with love behind it, it's going to go out and and make things brighter and make things better. But when you send the energy out with fear behind it, fear being anger and hatred and war and all of that, you know, that's what's going to go out. And that seems to be prevalent right now. I think this is why there's a a real uh, effort, people are really trying hard right now, normal everyday people, to go to the yoga classes, to do meditation. There are more meditation groups forming. There are more people teaching meditation. They're finding as well, I think it's in California, but I'm not positive, that when they teach meditation to students, the students' grades are better. The kids are not as, uh, you know, stressed out because a lot of kids are, Highly, highly strung out simply because their parents are pushing them for you have to have better grades and they're not really being given a childhood. So they're losing out on a childhood and being told, don't worry, it'll pay off when you're an adult. So they're teaching these meditation classes and the kids are benefiting greatly and they're starting in like the eighth grade level. And you can actually start a whole lot younger than that. But I think that's why there's a real push to the forefront for people to do this. And there are so many classes out there. And and I think that it it does start at what we'll call the grassroots effort, you know, for the people, the ordinary people to just do this and hope that it helps to raise the vibration and send out a better energy. But in the meantime, we're fighting against all this other energy that's coming from these people in power. And when they have that much power behind them, That's a a mighty force to go up against, a mighty force. It
4: is a mighty force, but we can stop it by one person paying attention and another person paying paying attention and banding together in a positive way. And what you have to understand, being in an eight-year, which is a powerful number, We have to start off slowly, and what happens is in a a one month, as January is, it gives you a little conflict with the eight. It's like, I want it now, and uh, it doesn't always happen now. This is why our goals that we set, we give up on them instead of staying focused That makes Uh, sense. Yeah. And the eight-year deals a great deal with money, so you have to have a balance in everything you do so that you're not overspending, but you are spending to keep the economy going. People who... Panic and say I can't spend any money because I have to save because I don't know what's going to be coming down the line for me. That's fear, T. Mm-hmm. And if you're yeah. ruled by fear, then you're in big trouble to begin with. And if you uh, if you use your faith and I always say the universe provides, and it does. Mm. I know of so many people who <clears throat> have had serious money problems and have been really afraid of losing this or losing that and so forth. And what you're doing is you're being negative, and, and you create what you don't want. Whereas because that's what they're focused say, on.
2: Huh?
4: That's what. Because they're focused that's what they're on. focused on. Right.
2: Yep. yep. Now, this is not to say that you shouldn't have three months of savings put aside in case something does happen. They tell you to do that, which saying you know be realistic. But that's also the balance, uh, T. Yeah. That's the balance. Yep. You
4: don't spend everything you have. hmm You save some, but you don't become a miser. Right. And and, and I, the eight always deals with money.
2: And I think power. After, Christmas, and, and after Christmas or the holidays, especially people are. I mean, it takes Americans, the average American, six months to pay off the holiday debt. That's that's a national statistic. So it's like a six month. You know, you buy all this stuff, and it takes you six months to pay off credit card bills and holiday debt and everything like that. So I think people probably in January that could be another thing. The bills start coming in, and they see that, and that's negative. Yeah.
4: But, see, understand if they're buying in November and December, November is an 11-month, so there's no balance there for a lot of people. And and December is a three, so it's like I want, I want, I want, I want. And it may mean I want to buy this for my kids, I want to give my kids that. And like most people, their kids have more stuff than, and they don't play with half of it.
2: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So people spoil their kids, you know, they want it better yep. for their kids, but they don't realize that they're spoiling them and not teaching them the value of a dollar because now the kids are thinking, well, we can always have what we want. And when they get out of school and they're on their own, they think, well, why, why isn't all this being taken care of for me? Well, it really wasn't before it was, but your parents were going crazy paying off the credit card debt, you know, constantly, and that that's, yeah, but, that's a real negative, too.
4: Yeah, but, you know, a lot of kids think it's Santa, not yeah. knowing Dad has to pay Santa.
2: Right, well, I just mean overall, you know, kids are being spoiled yeah. by throughout the year for, you know, I mean, how many kids really need to have a magic phone? Do you really need one? I don't think you do. You know, I really no, don't, think, you don't. I think that's a complete waste of, of money. It really is, and most people who have one don't need one because they don't they don't need that extent. You know, people are paying three four hundred dollars a month for a phone bill. Are you kidding me? Are you yeah, kidding? that's just crazy. You know, so I think a lot of it comes down to um, what you need and what you want. And people have people will say things like, "You won't believe how much you you need this once you have it." No, see, it's not a need. It's still a want. It's still a want. You think you need and- it, but you really don't. <laughs>
4: But but kids nowadays come home from school and my friend has this, my friend has that, mm-hmm. and they want it. So, you and know, it's a, it's a vicious circle.
2: It is. And if they don't get it, they complain to the parents. And now there's a whole different energy in the house because the kids are complaining and they don't like the parents. And the parents are trying to be the kids' friends, which you can't be. And, you know, instead of being the disciplinarian and, and the authoritative figure to show them and teach them, they're, they want to get them everything. And now you get this little ball of energy in the house that's not positive. It's it's negative, you know. Yeah. And that's not good. So all of that, particularly at this time of year, like you said, it's a one month, which is a new beginning, but it's a new beginning right after the ending of something that you know maybe you went a bit overboard, and couple all that with everything else that's going on. I mean, the good news is, hey, gas prices are down. I just heard on the news tonight that uh, I think gas was a dollar sixty-five somewhere in New Jersey, and I was like, really in Jersey? Where is that? And it, that's amazing to me. I didn't think I'd ever live to see it beneath two dollars again. I really didn't. That's just crazy good. So that shows you right there just how much a markup there was. They can still make money. You can see how much a markup there is on, on the uh, barrels of oil and everything else. You know what I mean? It's crazy yeah. that they do this and that stresses people out because that's a huge ticket item when you're a commuter.
4: And well, right there, I know you know I know it's stressing out my governor and I'm in Connecticut, so uh because they're not getting the tax money that they were from mm-hmm. gasoline sales because the price is down and uh with the winter months it means snow removal and mm-hmm. no money for the sand and so forth and so on you know because they don't plan they say they plan but You don't know what's coming. This is why you have to plan for more than one day or one week or one month. You've got to find a balance. And uh, they were just talking about uh, having two taxes, and now they want to put in tolls again in the Mm. state of Connecticut for money. So... You know, it's like it's never enough money.
2: Mm-hmm. They're going to get it one way or another from the taxpayers.
4: Yes, they do. Yeah, they do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and think people
4: people complain, but it does no good.
2: Right, and in their defense, slightly, and, and believe me, I don't want to defend them, but in their defense. You know, nobody thought gas was going to go down this low, (laughs) really. No, I don't think anybody on the planet thought that. So when you're doing your budget, you're doing it based on a previous year, you know, a history of the previous year. And you're saying, okay, well, based on this, this is how much we need. And that's kind of, you know, what's been happening all along. So now you just have to think of a new way. You you get new blood in there to think of new ways to do things and look at a different perspective. People have gotten used to not driving as much because the gas prices were high, you know. I don't think people are just going to all of a sudden run out and just start driving, you know, wreaking havoc and driving all over, you know, aimlessly around their counties just because they can because the gas is high, is low. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're in a routine, and maybe they've learned something from it. Hopefully they have. You know, all well, of that comes into Well, the problem is,
4: too, T. Uh, everybody wants the low prices, but they also want their snow removal tip-top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and And something's gotta give, and it's like uh you have to understand you're going to have a problem, so there'll be arguments and confrontations and what have you because everybody wants states need the money, and the people want the services, mhm, so you've got mm-hmm. to you've got to give and take. And nobody wants to listen, and nobody wants to listen without arguing. And this is the thing you have to watch in an eight-year is the arguments and the anger and because it's the negative aspect of this.
2: Oh, so in an eight-year, taking the power in a good way, but it also can be the negative side of it can be conflict and people fighting. Oh, yeah Butting heads.
4: Very definitely.
2: So awareness is key.
4: Yes. Awareness in anything is key, t.
2: No, I know. We talk about that on this show all the time. It's always yeah. about awareness, people. But even when it comes to this, it's everything is about the awareness of what – because everything is energy, and you need to be aware, and then it manipulates the energy. If you're not aware, the energy will be manipulated with whatever you're feeling. So if it's yeah. bad, negative, the energy is going to be bad. If you're feeling good, positive, the energy is going to be good. So taking that moment, taking that time, taking that single breath and saying I need to take one breath before I speak – You know, and really just turn yourself around. Be so aware, be vigilant about it, and you'll have a better year. And that's true numerologically. This kind of validates what the numerology is stating. What do you see overall as, now this is a a one month, going down the road? Is it going to be, I mean, everything changes. We know that. But is there any month? I think I feel this
4: way. I feel things are going to begin to change between March and May. Okay. And people are going to calm down, and it's going to be a better time. And uh, even they're saying, I I was listening on the news tonight, uh, one of our cities was looking for 70 new policemen. Well, there's 70 more jobs. We're Mm -hmm. trying to get policemen Who have no prejudice, who Mm -hmm. are not angry at the world, and can work with people. And I think that because of what has been happening, they're trying to do this. They're trying to pick men who can see both sides of the situation,
2: and women. And women. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, there's 70 new jobs. So, you know, they need to get in 70 more law enforcement officers, and so there's 70 new jobs. So that's creating good things because it's going to it's give people. It's taking
4: pressure off of some families because mm-hmm. they now have an income right, where they
2: perhaps haven't had for a while. Right. And it's also giving people a little bit of peace of mind to know that there are more law enforcement officials out there. So, you know, everything is tied to everything else, you know, and yes, it's a chain
4: reaction.
2: It is. It absolutely is. And so the thing is just to be vigilantly aware of everything that's going on around you and focus on you. And it's not I have had people say, well, see, that's just like totally being oblivious to everything else. No, you're not oblivious to it. You see it. You just don't engage in it. There's a difference. You see it, and you go within, and you be who you need to be. Be your authentic self. Do what you need to do. Keep people who are negative at arm's length. People call you up, and all they do is complain or tell you the same story over and over and over and over and over. And isn't this bothering you that I'm saying over and over and over, over and over and over again? I can't take it. That's too much negativity for me. I don't want to hear the same story over and over and again. They need A- to vent it once and get rid of it because now they're extremely negative. So I have to keep them at arm's length. And that's what I do. And, you know, yeah. and these things have to happen. Everybody should be like that. Just know that don't take on the negativity of the other people. Don't do it. Don't do it's it. It's easy to
4: say, but sometimes difficult to do.
2: It because is difficult. Sometimes
4: it's right within your own family. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's easier to do with. Somebody that you're not living with. Right. But if it's in your household and you have somebody who comes to the dinner table and this darn so-and-so at work, this darn person did this, then it's going to...
2: That's a discussion that needs to take place in the household in order to, you know, we can't talk about this at dinner. There'll be a a time set aside to do your complaining here. That is some, because you really do need to set aside space where dinner time should not be the time for, you know, venting everything out. People are trying to relax and eat. It's not good. It's not healthy to and try to enjoy a meal when somebody is constantly telling you all the bad things that have gone on in the day. That needs to be a time when you can just shut out the rest of the world and participate in, well, thank you, God, whoever the God is of your understanding, for the food that's on the table, the fact that it's there, the fact that it tastes good, the fact that it's keeping me healthy and letting me, you know, maintain, sustain life, whatever it is, you know, then that has to take place in that household. I'm just saying the people that you can do it, the coworkers, you know, you need to work with them, and you need to get the job done, but you don't need to get personal. It's business. It's not personal. Friends, people who are friends or so-called friends, okay? You need to keep them at bay. It's like, I can't deal with that. I'll listen to you for a while, but then I'm, you know what? I'm done. I need to move on yeah. because it's just negative. And, and it's not, I'm not judging these people. It's just too negative for me. They can find somebody else. You know, find somebody yeah. else to, and to they tell will. story to. Yes, they yeah. will. It doesn't they have will. to be me, though.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you can say discussion. to somebody
4: five minutes to vent and that's it.
2: Right, right. And that's not five minutes every time you call the same thing over and over again, you know, because it's something point, yeah. like that. If it's bothering you, when people say it isn't bothering me and they say the same thing over and over again, it's obviously bothering them. There's something going yeah. on and they need to find out, figure out what it is and take care of it so that they can move on. This is for their own good. You, that right. They need to move on so that they, because now they're stuck in the mud. I don't want to be stuck in the mud because you are. I'm willing to try to help you out. But you know what? One of the things you learn whenever you're doing any kind of health medicine is if you're working harder than your patient, you need to drop that patient. They need to work hard. They need to be on your team. You do not yeah. work harder than your patient. That's, you know, and that's a tough one sometimes because you want it so bad to help the people, but you can't. And it's true of friendship, too. You do not work harder than the other person. It's a mutual thing. If it's not, get out. Just get out. I think
4: parents need to teach their children how to discuss things with friends mm-hmm. rather than fight. Yeah. Somebody punched me or somebody did this to me. And... The problem is, is nowadays most parents are doing more than one job. They're everybody's they're
2: overwhelmed.
4: Yep, yep.
2: It's and o- it's hard to be
4: positive.
2: Mm-hmm. When you're in overwhelm, it's not
4: impossible, but it's it's a little more difficult.
2: Well, that's why I think we need to take the time during the day. Take five minutes. Only five minutes. If you take five minutes in the morning before everybody else gets up, before the house is awake, and just lay there and plan out your day and just give gratitude for what you do have, you will have a better day. That's a guarantee. Feel it in your heart and do it, and you will have a better day. But you've got to feel it in your heart. You've got to be able to take that five minutes. And I've had so many people say, you don't understand, T. I don't have five minutes. And you know what? Everybody does. Because something yeah. that you're doing is something that you're wasting time with, that you can use that time. You know, I don't want to get up five minutes earlier. Okay, don't. How about on your drive to work? Turn off the radio. Turn off the radio instead of listening to it and just think about go within. You can pay attention and drive, and you're not meditating. You're just,
4: you know, yeah, okay,
2: I hope I that. need to do? No, heavens no, you know, Um, but I think, yeah, I think the the final thing uh, for the evening is just be totally aware and vigilant and know that you can take a breath because this it really is, in this case, it really is all about you, you know, it's, we don't like those, it's all about me people, that everything is all about them and, and they can't have, you know, you can't you can't get a word in edgewise. You can't be the one that every time you say you did something, they tell you they did something better. Every time you're going through something dramatic, they went through something that was worse. Okay. You don't want to have that kind of competition. I get that. But if you're just vigilantly aware, and that's, that's somebody who's being, uh, you know, the people who are doing that are being very, it's all about me and I don't care about you. I don't want to hear your story. My story's more important. Be all about you inwardly. Take care well, of it,
1: it
4: It's the same thing that when people are using their power they need to use compassion as well. It it boils right down to the balance again. And yep. uh a lot of times that just is not happening. Mhm. And how do you train somebody? You could you can do it yourself and set an example and people see you when you're not off the wall and want to be in your presence because you're calm and if you're a boss you're a fair boss not a dictator yes and they want to work for you so you how you use your power uh you don't criticize anyone or anything. It's called acceptance. This mm-hmm. is your belief. Fine. I appreciate your belief. It may not be mine, but I'm not going to tell you what you have to believe.
2: Right. And you shouldn't force that on anyone, and it shouldn't be forced or thrust upon you. Right. It shouldn't be forced or thrust upon you either. Listen, this has been a great discussion. Now, you're a numerologist. Is it okay if I give out your phone number? Maybe people want to call you for information and have a reading with you. Do you do that for people? Yes, I do, but but, um,
4: that is not necessary. This was just a discussion.
2: Yes, it was. It wasn't necessary. However, you said you're in Connecticut.
4: Yes. Correct?
2: Okay. Yes. If anybody wants a reading, you can call you. <laughs> <laughs> give us a little information. We're running out of Pardon? time. Well, give us You're a running out of running... time? Yeah, give us a well, little information.
4: Well, uh, I have an 860 number, two seven four eight five seven three.
2: Oh, great. Okay, and you do numerology readings. So, you know, if you want yes. a reading... Give her a call, eight six zero two seven four eight five seven three. Thank you so much for taking time to join us tonight. I'm so sorry, listeners, that the regular guest did not show up, but I think this proved to be a really interesting show, and uh, valuable information was, was put out there tonight, and you never know. You know, you might. Um,
4: well, use your up- power wisely, everyone, and everyone will remain calm. There you go. Words of wisdom. Thank you
2: so very okay. much for joining us appreciate Thank you for your time. asking. Yeah, oh, you're quite welcome. Good night. Okay, let's see. Good night. Okay, let's see where we are. You know, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world. That's why I have the guests that I do. Even when they don't show up, we manage to get really good guests, And they're, they're here to keep you apprised so that you won't get lost in the dross of life. And this was a very informational show tonight. You know, we need to stay aware. So we can navigate easily and live the life we're meant to live productively, healthfully, purposefully, and gratefully, and in balance, all the things we talked about tonight. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link to this show that you just listened to, to everybody you know, so that they can have the same opportunity that you just had. And they can learn and they can grow and they can have a, make a better place for everyone, including themselves. And maybe they'll just be a little bit less stressed and have a better year because of the fact that they're listening to, to some tips and tools that will help them. So on behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T-Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. So go ahead, get out your calendar and make a note of it now so you remember to tune in next week. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archived list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events that I'll be hosting, including upcoming Crystal Singing Bowl concerts. And if you're not in the area and you cannot Make a concert, you can go to my website. I have two CDs that are available Imagine, which is the healing music of Quartz Crystal Singing Bowls, or The Healing Sounds of Christmas, which is the healing music of my Quartz Crystal Harp. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I do want to remind everyone that the guest we had on tonight, her name is Jean, and she's from Connecticut, and she does numerology readings, and her number is 860 274 eight five seven three eight six zero two seven four eight five seven three. I am your host, T Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. Good night, I
3: got a- I got a warm place to sleep. So that I lie awake counting in, instead of counting sheep. I got a heart.